what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West. Happy Friday. I'm on, and I got my co-host, Camo, in the mix. Camo, are you there? Justin, I'm here. Happy, uh, happy Friday, TJF. Happy Friday, man. We have not done a pod in a minute, and I don't know. It's you know, it's, it's been a lot lately. I've, I've been busy, but I hope you guys, for those that are listening, enjoyed the Super Bowl. Didn't mm-hmm. really get the chance to talk about the Rams in detail as they headed into the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals, but. Since we're here, I mean, we're, we're in March now. <laughs> yeah. We all know who who won the Super Bowl. It's your yeah. Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Their first Super Bowl victory at Los Angeles. The last time they mm-hmm. won was at St. Louis. So, yeah, by the way, c- congrats, Rams fans. And, Woohoo. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's amazing. Happy, happy flag for, the, for, for those diehard Rams fans. And, and I'll say this, too. I mean, you know. You guys know that I, I have a lot of my fanship towards San Francisco 49ers. I, you know, I'm in the Bay Area. Cabo, uh, he, he's in Seattle, but I know that his original fanship was with the Niners. He also lived in Arizona, um, <laughs> you know, Cardinals and all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the Rams, good for them. I w- will say this. They were a win-now team. They were they were super aggressive the last couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, mortgaging their draft picks and getting veterans, rating-now players. And as you saw for this season, they acquired Vaughn Miller, Odell Beckham Jr., mm-hmm. obviously Matthew Stafford. And it worked. It, it worked. worked. You, can, you can criticize them all you want, but it worked. At the end of the day, they won a Super Bowl. Yep. And, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, OBJ, like all these guys that have not won up to this point, but have, you know, they're certainly great at their positions. Now they can walk away from the game if and when that time comes and yeah. know that they, they were a champion yeah. in the National Football League. Yeah. Matthew yeah. Stafford, of course, too, seven years with the Lions and then his first year with the Rams, he finally brings it home. Was it seven? I thought it was like 12. I think, I believe seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you said, like, they mortgage their future. They're all in, you know, from the get-go, essentially, saying, you know, it's win now or bust. And it paid off. They signed a ton of guys, um, you know, what's always the adage, big-time players make big-time plays, big-time games type of thing. And that happened. Um, Even with Odell getting hurt in the Super Bowl, you know, he's still kind of touchdown. Touchdown. Yep. You know, it's crazy since he got traded. How showing that you know he's still one of those top guys um, at the position. Um, but you know, again, I think that you know it's you know hats off to them for winning. Their strategy worked this time. Um, but LA, out of all cities, I think is a place that is, can easily move on if they don't continue the winning spirit for you know time to come versus other towns where you win one you're good for 20 years it's the la way like what have you done for me lately and look yeah the lakers did the same thing too they were super aggressive to acquire lebron they acquired ad and they they won a a championship in the bubble the bubble season remember yeah yeah super aggressive obviously this year with russell westbrook not so much uh but that comes with the territory when you're so all in every year and Sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, for the Rams and Sean McVay, I think he's like, what, 37 years old? He's yeah. super yeah. 
his coaches to ever win a Super it, Bowl. It was weird if they had all that retirement talk about him and him and Aaron Donald afterwards. And I think they're both going to be back, obviously, next year. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just, just speaking of like for next year, and that's the reason why I, I wanted to get on the spot with you, Kama, on this Friday night. And cheers, by the way. I have a beer here. Cheers. Sure. So I have some um, Agua Fresca here. All right. Well, I have a hazy IPA from Fieldworks in Berkeley. Good beer. Nice. But the reason why I wanted to get with you on this pod is just, I can't believe it. So, you know, we're officially in the off season. We're about like, I don't know, a little under 50 days away from the NFL draft. And so mm-hmm. we're still getting ready for that. The combine's going on, uh, mm-hmm. actually finishing up. And this division is completely different. So like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now it looks like the Rams are still going to be contenders. You have the Niners. Uh, transitioning from Trey Lance uh, from Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. You have Kyler Murray just being really passive-aggressive yeah. where he stands mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. And then last but not least, I mean, this week, like two days ago, <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you're in Seattle. Yeah. For those that are aware or, I mean, unless you're living under a rock, but <laughs> Russell Wilson just got oh. traded to the Denver Broncos. Really? Yeah. And subsequently – the Seahawks release Bobby Wagner and just they're completely shifting gears. Yeah. I mean, so to be fair, while I'm in Seattle, it's kind of funny because all this went down when I was actually back in the Bay. So I did not hear any of the local sort of chatter about from the local Seattle sports guys about, you know, why or feelings. I'm sure like that's always been happening this last week, but um, you know, Clearly, there's some things going on behind closed doors, even though I think Russ, kind of his Mr. Unlimited, made it seem like everything was kind of hunky-dory. Um, I, you know, I, I honestly feel like he is a fan of Seattle, the city, and obviously the fans. But obviously, there was things going on with ownership that led to this. You know, it probably it probably was something that was brewing since last year. And then this year they didn't obviously didn't have the season they expected to have. Um, you know, you and I, we saw them live in December, uh, with the, um, you know, playing against 49ers, which is a, which was a crazy game. Um, but who would have thought that, that was the last time we would see Seattle, uh, Russell Wilson playing quarterback for the Seahawks. I mean, shout out to our other co-host T up, but yeah. I don't think he was all there sober. <laughs> Fine, but he kept on yelling to like Seahawks fans, like, you know, you deserve better, Russ. You deserve yeah. better, Russ. You deserve better. Yeah. You deserve better. Yeah. And, um, well, now he's going to well, get better in uh, Denver, right? So let's put that all in full effect then. Okay. So here's the technicalities of this trade. When it first dropped, everyone's like, what? Yeah. What's the deal? Right. So did. All right, well, here's the situation. Okay, so the Seahawks, um, they trade Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick to the Broncos, okay? I believe Russell Wilson's about 32 years old, right? Mm-hmm. About 32, okay. And so Seattle, for, you know, your franchise quarterback, uh, arguably your your best player ever uh, and won a Super Bowl with them. Legion of Boom, everything that comes with that. But I guess for the rehaul, they get uh, Drew Locke, Cool quarterback from Missouri, second round pick. Noah Fant, uh, he's he's from Iowa. Same thing with George Kittle, Iowa tight end, first round pick. Uh, they get defensive tackle Shelby Harris, really solid 
really mm-hmm. solid defensive line, lineman. I like that. Uh, two first round picks, mm-hmm. two second round picks, and uh, and a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess the first thing that stands out to me, I was. You know, I mean, players are good. Mm-hmm. Drew Lock, I guess that's a British quarterback. Maybe they still stick with them, or may, I don't know. Um, I doubt it. No, I, just just from hearing the chatter today, you know, they're talking about with what happened with Deshaun Watson's case today that he is now in the mix. Um, Isn't that pretty wonky? Maybe maybe Seattle had inside information, and that's why they did the trade. Who knows? You know, there's there's a handful of quarterbacks out there. I doubt. Jimmy G would go up there. Um, I don't think that would be wise within the division. But I mean, if that happens, that's the Twilight Zone right there, baby. That would be Twilight Zone for sure. All right. So, yeah. all right, so, so Drew Lock, okay, and then no, no offense, really yeah. good tight end. Um, yep. So they have him. I think Gerald Everett's a free agent. Yeah, Will Disley. It's yeah. an interesting group. Uh, it's it's no like the tight end door has been kind of revolving in Seattle ever since Jimmy Graham, honestly. You know. And even Jimmy Graham didn't do that. He didn't do much there. there. Yeah, I, I guess it really hasn't been that, you know, they've been trying to find that guy for a while and it just hasn't manifested. Shelby Harris is a stud. I think yeah, that'll be I really good. I like that in the trade itself. And then obviously the two first stand out because. But you know. I, here's the thing. I don't know. Like, you know, they traded two first round picks to acquire Jamal Adams. Right. Yeah. And they received two first round picks for this. I mean, wh- you don't. I don't know. Uh, three first round picks would have been. I don't know. Three first round picks would have been nice, right? No, no. Yeah, would have been. But I mean, this three, is. Clearly, I mean, three first round picks happened for Trey Lance. True. And I don't know Jamal. Uh, all right, that, that's one thing. I thought they should have gotten another first round pick. Um, two second rounders, cool, and a fifth rounder. Um, do you think this is good value? Um, I think it was good value for Denver. Yeah, that's – I mean, well, here, here's the thing. I mean, Denver, they've done this shit before. You know, yeah. Peyton Manning, they want to super well with them. But, yeah. you know, more times than not, the better player usually equates to the better trade versus, like, a lot of pieces. Some, you know, the sum of its accumulative effort. I don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um you know, I was I was I was going to ask if you had done any sort of uh, extra research into sort of more of the rationale of you know why this happened now in the in the off season and you know um, you know and we'll get to the next part about you know obviously them releasing Bobby Wagner as well. Like, what is what is going on with their ownership now? Like, what is the plan? Are they just saying, all right, we're just going to reset at this point and just try to start building up? Because again, you're trading away a future. Trade away a future Hall of Famer, a, a guy who's a staple in the community, who is on the Seattle Mount Rushmore for sure. Um, and obviously, and again, with Bobby Wagner, your best defensive player you've had for the last, like, how many years? Eight years or whatever. So so do you remember several years back, you know, for the Niners, they probably had, like, their worst offseason ever when Alden Smith got in his trouble. Ray McDonald got in his trouble. Mm-hmm. Patrick Willis retired. Um, Chris Borland retired. Right, right. It was like everything that could go wrong went right. wrong. Yeah. Okay. Th- this is what Seattle's going through right now because you lose your your best. I mean, you lose your franchise quarterback, and you lose you know arguably your 
the last piece uh, that Legion of Boom, mind you, he wasn't really the Legion of Boom, obviously, because the Legion mm-hmm. of Boom refers to the secondary, but Bobby Wagner from Utah State, third mm-hmm. round pick, that same draft class with Russell Wilson, uh, just hands down uh, one of their best players yeah. by far. Mm-hmm. And that all happened in one day. They traded Wilson and they cut Wagner. Um, you know, it's hard for any, any fan base to, to really... Both in the same draft, right? In 2012, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Russell Wilson was a fourth-round pick, and I believe Bobby Wagner was a third-round pick. It's crazy. Wow. So, you know, um, but going back into just reading the pieces, I mean, you know, uh, read a good amount. You know, there, there was a piece by The Athletic. They did an excellent job kind of detailing what came up to this point for the trade. So, I mean, like last offseason, it was just, it was the weirdest thing because like the Seahawks, they had another exit, early playoff exit. Uh, they, they weren't happy at the time. Uh, if anything, there was a lot of, um, and he kind of knew it too. Like uh, there was some frustration from Russell Wilson and his camp. Uh, not this season, but the season before, for those that for, for forgot, uh, it was the whole let Russ cook movement happen. And, you know, at least for the first half of the season, they were super aggressive, passing the football, and he was doing really well, right? Mm-hmm. And then what what happened was the second half, I mean, just kind of caught up, um, got hit more, they had more turnovers, they started losing the game, and then, uh, you know, Pete Carroll kind of reverted back to his conservative, run-heavy approach. Mm-hmm. And then, they, you know, they, they lost in the playoffs, and I think overall – you know, Russell Wilson wasn't happy by the way things went at the end. So fast forward to the offseason after that season. I mean, this is just the weirdest conversation. Um, his agent reaches out to John Schneider, who's the general manager of the Seahawks. And he tells John Schneider, like, hey, like, we're good. But if you were to trade him, here's what he, where he'd like to go. He'd like to go to the Bears, the Cowboys, the Broncos, it was just, but if you don't do it, we're okay. It was just the weirdest thing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just like, you know, if you want to go down that route, yeah. uh, we, my client would like to go here. But if not, it's cool. I, I want to save face at the same time too for Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, weird. All right. And I'm sure that when that conversation happened, didn't set a, a good tone. I think that they were clashing to begin with. And when that conversation arose – you know, you you kind of can't go back from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then clearly since then, last offseason till now, they did not have the year they expected to have. Um, tons of – Russ was hurt for, you know, his hand for a period of time, missed a bunch of games, came back too soon, was still hurt. Had a ton of injuries on, you know, from running backs. Offensive line has always been an issue for the Seahawks, so – I think it was just sort of like, you know, time was up, essentially. Um, I had a buddy here who's, you know, lifelong Seattle fan. And he was just said the same thing. It was just like, it was just time to move on. So, so that's, that's you, what's happening. I mean, do you put this on Russ or do you put this on the franchise? Because obviously both yeah. sides came to this point. Yeah. Right. You know, I think it's, I think it's easy to – point to the franchise and say oh you're the ones who's trading him against russ's will but you know again russ had so much pull 
in this team in this in this area that he if he wanted to stay he would have stayed. I, I just okay. Here's another thing: just reading in between the lines and from what I read and whatever throughout the years too. I mean, there was kind of a a drift between like Russell Wilson and the rest of the team. Like, mm-hmm. have you noticed that Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson they're not homies? No. I don't I don't think they are right. <laughs> Um, and it, even Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, like they don't. True. Um, they're cool. They're cool with Russell Wilson, but they're not buddies, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I felt that there's something like the Russell Wilson and what he does, and he's just he's got his own uh, agenda, clearly. You know. Yeah. Um, he knows he's the franchise quarterback. He knows that the camera's on him, and I don't know. Um, yeah. He says the right things per se on, on camera, but it makes you do wonder, right? That's true. Yeah, that is a, a good room. point. That is a good yeah. point. But yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting to see kind of you know how it came to be you know and again from your kind of transition switch a little bit here, but in terms of Bobby Wagner, you know I saw a tweet today or whatever he said like he didn't even know this was happening. It just they just pulled the trigger without telling him essentially. Like, what yeah. is the rationale for letting him go after him? Like, this is just a money thing, or what is it? Kind of reminds me, and, you know, our boy Richard Sherman tweeted about it, too. He's just like, yeah, man, that, that's what I, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, hey, like, this organization, yeah, they do shit like that. Because Richard Sherman, they cut him. Similar, he was coming off an injury. So I can understand that. And they just said, you know, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> but from what I understand, Bobby Wagner and Sherman didn't get a heads up before the release. Um, if that really is true, like if the, that really did happen versus like a miscommunication or they tried to reach out to him, then that's a pretty bad look, man. Like, can you imagine like the, I don't know, like the Niners doing that to like, uh, I'm just putting it out there, like Patrick Willis or like the Cardinals doing that to, um, uh, to Larry Fitzgerald, like, you know, so-and-so revered for the franchise. You get what I'm saying? Right. And you just, you just, whatever, just throw them away. Um, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, if true. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's and I think he was due eighteen mil. Don't get me wrong; it's not like you know he he was due for some serious cash, right. as he should be. He got an extension a couple of years back and made him one of the highest linebackers in the NFL. Uh, and he can still play, by the way. You know, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he still has some really good football ahead of him. So. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, yeah, I guess if you're going to retool and go move on from Russell Wilson, you're going to take all this draft compensation and try to, you know, clean house. But at the same time, too, like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, just, you know, they're now the Seahawks are looking for a quarterback because I'm telling you now it's not going to be Drew Locke. That's not, he's not the answer. Um, I mean, do you think he, he would be a suitable bridge quarterback? Do you expect him to be the starter come 2023? I guess right now they currently have Geno Smith as their currently their only quarterback and maybe some other practice squad guy or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess Another cause for concern, too, is let's just let's just be real. The, the Seahawks draft kind of weird. They don't draft in the most conventional way. Yeah. Um, you Seahawks fans, at least, you know, you're, you're on the radio like hearing how people are, are talking about this, do they feel confident in the rebuild with what they have now? I don't think so. I mean, I feel like 
Seahawks are like again, you know, before the offensive line has always been an issue, so that's something that's something they've always wanted to address. Um, you know, this year secondary has had issues as well. Running backs with injuries. Now they need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're in this weird spot right now, too, because – all right, so they're starting to clean house. You know, yeah. Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson's gone. I mean, but they just – you know, they, they spent a lot to retain Jamal Adams. Sure. Like picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quandry Diggs, he's a free agent. Uh, you just paid Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf is going to want a new deal. Mm-hmm. So I guess what do you do right now, right? No, yeah, it's – um be interesting for sure, um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, did you see? Uh, I forgot the one of the wide receivers for the Broncos when, when Aaron Rodgers, you know his 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 Packers thing, you know he's resigning with them. I think it was Jerry Judy or maybe it was like um, I forgot who it was. But he tweeted like like a sad face emoji when Rodgers resigned uh, with it was Judy. It was yeah, Judy. Right. And then he's like. When we're all signed with him, he's like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, we're, we're good. We're, we're, we're lit now." It's like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, we good. We good. That was funny." I'm excited for Russell Wilson just to see how I mean, he does mile high. Denver see, definitely uh, is is uh, one of the top teams in the AFC now for sure. With that receiving core, and you, you thought the NFC West was stacked. I think that shoot. It's still in the West, but it might be shifting to the other conference. You got could be, yeah. Charges, you got, you know, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. (laughs) Russell Wilson, and then I guess, you know, fourth place, and they're coming off playoffs. You got Derek Carr, right? There you go, baby. Just win. Um, And by the way, Khalil Mack is back in the division. He's he's on the Chargers now. I know that was crazy. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, Any other thoughts about this Russell Wilson thing or just the whole? Uh, it's a lot to take in, man, and I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah personally, I, I I just can't believe it happened. And even, you know, the biggest Seahawks fan, which is Mina Kimes, she was, <laughs> you know, she's not on board with it. She thinks it's probably not, not the right move. Yeah, no, I mean, again, I um, – I think it's still kind of fresh in a lot of people's minds here. Kind of like, oh, wow. What an hour we do. I'm sure that the Seahawks are going to have a weird draft as, again. They're probably going to do something kind of strange um, as they usually do. But, you know, who knows? Or conspiracy theory, going back to the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Uh, by the way, we didn't really talk about this in the pod, but Deshaun Watson, he's officially like out of the shit, you know, for criminal criminal accusations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the court decided, as of today, like all charges have been dropped. Right. So he, he's free to be traded and. Right. But he has a lot of civil cases pending still. So. Yeah, civil cases are pending. That's right. So I mean, having said that, do you think Seattle would be? would be like, fuck yeah, let's just. Uh, I don't think so get- because of the nature of the, of the civil cases. Seattle's a pretty kind of you know progressive liberal town. I would feel like it's going to be a bad look to to try to sign a guy who is has all these kind of allegations against him. Wouldn't that be interesting though? You you go from Russell Wilson, who's like Mister Children's Hospital, like standout <laughs> community man of the right. year, to Deshaun Watson. By the way, you know Deshaun Watson. Uh, from what I've heard prior to this, is is a really 
He's a good guy too, but you know, I just said he's an, an alleged rapist or a sexual offender. I don't know. He's got a lot of shit on him. He did some weird stuff in a massage in, in a bunch of massage parlors. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing, by like twenty women, like twenty 22. massage yeah, dude. It's, Twenty massage therapists, like yeah, something, something's happening. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's all allegations, but yeah, yeah. like I, said, I don't know. It's hard to see, you know, a, an owner be like, "That's my guy. I want him to. Be, I want him to be my franchise quarterback for the next, you know, seven years here." I mean, I knew like earlier this season there was talks of like the Dolphins being interested. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure some more stuff will happen in the NFC. You know, obviously Jimmy Jimmy G still needs a home. Yeah, He's still hanging out there. A lot of passive aggressive, bad vibes. I mean, and that's what happened. Like we knew about this last year with Russell Wilson and just kind of like the clash between yeah. ownership and Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll still he's the only guy that remains from the Super Bowl team. I feel like. Isn't he also like the, the oldest current head coach in the NFL? Uh, uh, he's he's pretty fucking old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like Tom Coughlin, like he was the oldest guy that I remember in, in recent memory, but no, he's he's up there. Pete Carroll's up there. He's just got a very youthful soul. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but going back to this whole passive aggressive thing, so like you know, as as it stands right now, Kyler Murray, like. Just to recap, you know, Kyler Murray on, on Instagram, like, deleted all his Arizona Cardinals affiliation. And uh, his agents, you know, posted on Twitter, like, on behalf of his client, Kyler Murray, saying, like, hey, like, I remain committed to winning and being with this Cardinals franchise. And I've done all this in three years. So uh, if you say that you want me, then pay me. I want a long-term deal. And you know he's going into his fourth fourth year. Uh, it's a good time to talk extension, anyways, because after your fourth year, you get to the fifth year option, and then you know, like Patrick Mahomes going into his fourth year got, got an extension too. Like if you know it's your guy, you typically do try to talk about a long term extension, anyways. Right. Um, but this is typically not how things go. You don't put a presser like that, yeah. nor yeah, I don't. I don't know. The whole thing is fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's some maturity issues there for sure, but I don't know, it seems like a weird situation. Um, hey, I, got, I actually got to head out, Justin, I got to go. No worries, no worries. Well, let's just go ahead and, and circle back on this. Kamo, I really appreciate your time. I just wanted to, honestly, this pod was specifically about Russell Wilson and just kind of where we're at with the division. Yeah, uh, We have a lot more ahead. There's plenty more offseason uh, that awaits us, but, um, you know, Russell Wilson is finally out of the division the Niners, I think they only beat him like one, two times, if it, if that. It's officially out. That's crazy. Yeah. Came okay, well, any other final thoughts? You know what? I guess let Russ cook in Denver now and see what happens there. We shall see. He's out of the <laughs> NFC West. All, All right, guys. Well, hey, appreciate the you know y'all listening to the pod, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes. Continue. Also, the blog www.justthewest.com. Uh, Twitter at Just the West and Cabo. Um, really appreciate your time. Uh, tell your boy Lucas I said what's up. What right, we'll do, <laughs> and uh, get you on next time. Okay. All right. Peace. All right, guys. We out here. Talk to you later. All right. Gotta go. Yeah.